I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you're here. Or should I say we're so happy that you're here because I'm joined with my friend. We've been friends for a year and a half now via TikTok. And she's actually should be a familiar face slash voice. Um, my friend Justine Snacks. Justine, I'm so happy to have you back on. I'm so happy to be here. I am Avi, a big Make It, Make it Cute fan have been since I was around for the premiere of the pod. So this is so exciting to be back. And I'm so happy to have you back because, I mean, obviously so much has changed in the past over a year. I think we recorded our last episode, maybe like October 2020. It was pretty early in the series life. So yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. 2020. Like I know everybody says cliche, it's a blur, but like like that year went so slow, but so fast. And now that we're almost done with 2021 is like blowing my mind. I honestly, like, I, I think everyone also the cliche, I blacked out during 2020. I don't <laughs> remember it happening. I remember the first two months and then hitting my birthday because my birthday is at the end of February and then nothing, just absolutely nothing. Yeah. I like their time makes no sense. I'm like, oh, that did happen. I guess it's just a total blur. Yeah, absolutely. But Justine, tell us about what's going on. I know that ever since you know you were on here last, you you have a website, you have a color, you yeah. have some I, different series. I you have know. a career doing this full time now. So, like last time we chatted, I was full time sad girl doing content creation and like full time work at the same time. Um, but I am excited to say that I'm doing content creation full-time now. 
So that's that's exciting, number one. And to everybody listening, please follow Justine underscore snacks if you are so inclined and into food stuff, Um, which if you're listening, I feel like you might be on that team. But so that happened. My color, as you know, Justine snacks teal. I'm trying to develop an aesthetic. And yeah, lots has been happening in the fact that I just like want to be on every platform. You know, I feel like that's like smart. but I don't know, that all sounded pretty boring put together, but I'm really excited with how it's going. It's just been like over a year since I was on the podcast. So compiling everything that's changed would be like too much and I don't want to bore you. No, and honestly, it's really like refreshing to hear like the honest take of, yeah, I was doing content creation, but also I had this other thing that I had to do to like, you know, provide money. And now you can do content creation full time, which is just so amazing and seeing your growth. I mean, so fun fact, I'm definitely like, you know, exposing myself a little. I've been obsessed with Justine forever. And I remember whenever she was about to hit a million likes for the first time, um, I was sitting there refreshing her page just over and over. And so I sent Justine a screenshot. Um uh, like when she just hit a million followers, which is even more exciting. Um, but the screenshot was when she hit a million likes. And I remember taking a screenshot and being so excited and going back into my camera roll and finding that. Um, I think at the time it was like maybe like 35,000 followers that you yeah. had. And it's just so amazing seeing like how much you've grown and how much you've developed, not only as a content creator, but also just as a creator in, in general. Now I'm actively crying at the club. That's like, I feel like we came up together on TikTok and it's nice that we've been able to like maintain the friendship, you know, because I feel like that's not always the case with a lot of my TikTok relationships, but I feel like we've stayed pretty solid. No, and I I definitely, I'm very happy to have you and like as a friend and as a, you know, as a mutual, but more importantly as a friend, because I I don't go out on like museum outings with all of my mutuals. Um, n- not many of my mutuals could bring me over to Brooklyn. <laughs> so yeah, um, for the audience, I'd like to say that Miles and I had an arts and culture date in Brooklyn, um, and I was very proud that he came across not one but two bridges for me. <laughs> Anything for you. Anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm so happy that you're here. So today we're going to be talking some Christmas content. Um, if you listen to the episode that came out earlier this week, I was talking about how it's now December and how like, you know, I spent the past week in Christmas markets and drinking my body weight in hot wine in Guinness and looking at Christmas trees and all that fun stuff. But I think that the holidays is so much more than just like a day. It's a season. And I think that it's so fun to be able to talk about this. So Justine, I guess what let's go a little bit more broad and then we can condense. What is your favorite holiday in general and why? Ooh, okay. Mm, That's tricky. I used to say 4th of July, not for the holiday, but because it was like summer and usually there would be a barbecue or a pool involved. Now I'm very not into 4th of July because I feel like that was part of my like Missouri upbringing. And I'd have to say my favorite holiday, this is incredibly niche, is President's Day strictly because we need that long weekend in February. We just like we just like need it. So I am a person who likes holidays for utility, but in terms of festivity, I feel like Christmas is my favorite holiday. And I, I, I totally get that. And 
I have never been so excited for President's Day because this will be my first year observing it. Um, my previous jobs, we never got President's Day off because I was working in public accounting. It was our busy season. We were like in the height of it. And now I work in a job where if the New York Stock Exchange is closed, we're closed as a company. And President's Day is one of those days. So I'm so excited to finally observe it. That's amazing. See, here's the thing. Memorial Day, Labor Day, you don't need it because it's like summer. You do you do need it. It's nice. But like everything's relatively chill. Like nobody's like dying for a long weekend. But February, especially since you were working like busy season, people are just like depressed. People need a long weekend. And I think it's just so, so valuable to keep around. And I'm excited you finally get it. Yeah, I'm super pumped. I mean, granted, I'll probably use President's Day weekend to catch up on like classwork. Um, Love that because, you. you know, now being like full time hedge fund dude and also part time master's psychology student, I'm like, it's a new balance. And then it's a balance, it's a huge balance too. Absolutely. I think to answer my own question, my favorite holiday. So, I also have to like double back because what you said about 4th of July resonated with me because I don't think I would have ever really said it was my favorite holiday, but it was a holiday that I looked forward to a lot. Yeah. You know, my friends, they had a pool and like a tennis court and a basketball court in their backyard. They would always host this awesome party. Um, I would get, you know, slightly buzzed on wine coolers at age 16. Um, you know, at no shame in my game. Yeah. It was my favorite underage drinking holiday um, <laughs> more than any other because it was like acceptable because it's summer. <laughs> yeah. And it was like a party holiday, you know, like all these other ho- like Thanksgiving, love it to death is very much a like we gather and we give thanks. It's not like a like we have a baby rager in our backyard, you know? E- exactly. Absolutely. And I think it's just like especially whenever you're not maybe like inside of a major city, these holidays like, you know, Memorial Day or Labor Day or 4th of July where it's kind of like barbecue or like party in the backyard. It's just so much more fun because, you know, I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm not from anywhere super sexy. And it's one of those things that I love that kind of like I, I feel like I've been very like um, urbanized because I'm like, I love that rustic feel. No, that was just my childhood. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally get that too. I visited my mom in Colorado and I was like, oh, it's so earthy out here. And I was like, that, that's just her house, you know? <laughs> like I have to like pretend that I wasn't raised in a house that had a bunch of land and like, you know, no light pollution. So you could always see like the like astronomical events. I miss that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I guess in the spirit of the holiday, what what do you typically do for your holidays? What's your traditions? Ooh, okay. So I feel like this is a very like Presbyterian, grew up in the Midwest tradition, but we always did Christmas Eve at my father's side of the family. And they lived across the river from us. So we do Christmas Eve over there, exchange gifts. And then we drive home and catch like the last possible Christmas Eve church service because nobody really wanted to truly go. And then the next morning do like Christmas and my mom's family would come over. So that's like my traditional Christmas tradition. Traditions that I've made now as an adult are all about the weeks leading up to Christmas and not about like actual Christmas. So tradition number one. I have to go to Union Square Holiday Market in New York City 
And like, if you, it's not even the best holiday market. I don't know why it's the one I have to go to. Um, but like, if you have a holiday market in your city, I feel like it's a must. And then number two, I have to get like a really ridiculously thick hot chocolate. Um, and it, it can't be like from Starbucks. It can't be from a chain and it can't be like homemade unless I'm like melting the chocolate with the coconut oil and then putting in the, it's gotta be like thick. And those are hard to find, but when I get one, that's part of my new holiday lead up tradition. Uh, that is amazing. Do you go to like, uh, like, please don't chew or like, yeah, I, I like them. They're also in the Union Square holiday market. So sometimes it's a one, two punch. Um, but Max Brenner chocolate store has a really good one and Ooh. they have them to go now ever since COVID. Um, and I'm trying to think where else. There's a tiny cafe on the Upper West Side that I used to go to after work, and then I'd go into the park and I'd walk down through the park to get home. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really nice. God, I'm getting all like nostalgic for activities in the city. <laughs> no, I totally feel that. I think on my list is so I guess reaching back to like the traditions of my household. Fun fact, Christmas Eve was never a big night in my household. Like, you know, we would bake cookies when I was younger. um, But it was, I think my mom and my dad or stepdad at the time were just so focused on getting things ready. So whenever we fell asleep, Santa could come and, Mm -hmm. you know, set up. And I remember one time, you know, I was was a nosy little bee whenever I was a kid. (laughs) And I got up in the middle of the night. I think I was like nine i think it was the last year i believed in santa and i remember i looked downstairs and it looked like literally like i think maybe i was just like benadryled out and like you know how like when you wake up after you've taken like a benadryl and you're just kind of like where am i am i even a human i think i was like that and we had this stairwell that peered over into like our main living area so we had like a like a formal family room off to one side and then like a a, we called it a family room because it's like where we would actually hang out and um, it's where like the flat screens were and all that but I peered over the balcony that overlooked all this space and I remember just seeing like elves almost like what I thought were elves it was actually just my mom and my stepdad like getting everything ready and they had like things sprawled everywhere because that year my little brother got a train set and by a train Um... set I mean like they built tracks around the downstairs and it was a riding train that he oh could sit on and ride around the house. That's um, insane. It, <laughs> honestly, it was so hedonistic and I, I loved it um, at the time. And now this year I'm like, uh, we're going very simple for Christmas, you know? Yeah, but I feel like if you have like young kids, I do weird stuff too, because I, sometimes I go into target and I'm like, this humongous children's toy is only like, I'm, $150, which again, very privileged place that I can say that. But sometimes I'm like shocked that these like crazy kids gifts are not out of reason. Like I would think they like 150 is pretty like excessive, but it's like for parents, if they can go all out, I, I understand like why they go all out, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And also coming from like a very privileged place, like Christmas was always my favorite holiday because you know, I got so much money from like relatives, so much money from my family, so many like amazing gifts that I just, you know, I look forward to Christmas and I still look forward to Christmas nowadays for like what you said, the season um, mm-hmm. and like the things leading up to it. So 
you have your Union Square Winter Market or Winter Village. I love Bryan Park Winter Village. It's so um, good. Yeah. I used to work right next to it um, back when I was at PwC because it was right across from Grand Central. So I could walk out of my office and be to the Winter Village in one minute flat. That is so nice. It was absolutely amazing. And I, every time that it opens up, I always go and yeah. I go multiple times and Similar to you, I have to like, you know, grab like a like a hot wine or a mulled wine from like the whatever bar they set up. I guess mm-hmm. another tradition that I have is for Thanksgiving, I don't really go home anymore. I usually go to Europe and that's why I was in Europe this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just need to get a hot wine in Paris. And that's what makes it feel like Christmas for me. So and you mission accomplished. Your Paris trip looks so dope, by the way. Thank you. It was it was long, it was fun. And I'm just l- marking down my calendar until I can go back. Hell yeah. That's how to do it. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> Next Christmas tradition, obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean, besides 2020, 2019 and 2021 has been Paris for Thanksgiving. So I think I might just keep that. God, that's so glamorous. Yes, please keep it because they're not celebrating. So it's like perfect excuse for you too. Exactly. And the reason why I do... Uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving is because that is when they put up all of their Christmas markets and all their Christmas decorations. Um, so the entire city is just pimped out. Oh God. And everybody's hyped about it too. What I like is like right when the decorations come out and everybody's like super excited. Like I want to go to London next year because London gets hyped for oh, Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Really Nothing like Christmas in Europe. <laughs> I I think that's why I like Christmas because it's like Thanksgiving is a predominantly like Canadian American holiday, mm-hmm. and they don't even like celebrate Thanksgiving on the same day in Canada as they do here. Yeah, in Canada they have it right; they space it out enough. They had to do it like October tenth or something. Yeah, so it's like one of those things that like I feel like from the last Thursday of November to January first, it's just kind of like. Nobody wants to do any work. Nobody wants to do anything. Like it's just the season. Like it's the season of excess. And I love it. Yeah. God, it gets me like so hyped. Wait, so what are your plans for this year? Can I ask? Am I going? Yeah. No, of course. So um last year, unfortunately, sad face, I was not able to go home for Christmas due to the mm-hmm. pandemic and like things like heating up again. So this year I will be with my family for Christmas. I was FaceTiming my mom this morning and she put up our tree and she was starting to decorate it. And it just made me feel so happy because, you know, you when you, where you grow up, you Usually, like for me, I associate where I grew up with the holidays because Mm -hmm. I spent the majority of my life and my majority of my holidays in that place. So, and it's like, it's the place that I'm going back to for the holiday as well. Mm -hmm. So, just seeing, like, you know, in my home that I've lived in for a couple of years, seeing like the tree go up and, you know, just my mom getting ready for all that, it just brought a smile to my face. I'm I'm smiling even talking about it right now. So, see, that's the best part about the holiday season is it like, Gets you simultaneously nostalgic for the past, but excited about what's going to come next, you know? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you, this is like a weird question. Um, Do you ever feel like 2 p.m. on Christmas Day? Do you ever feel like not disappointed, but you're like, okay, like not like a sense of like, um, you know how you build tension and then the tension is just released 
but it may not feel satisfied. Like, Okay. I am so glad you asked that because this kind of plays into another Christmas tradition that I have, but it's just like very weird. It's not necessarily like a letdown because I don't think anybody's let down. It's more a like, oh, this is it. Because what we would do is like as kids, you wake up and you're up at like, what, 8. And as a parent, I would be like, oh my God. But now like that all of my siblings and I are grown up, we still wake up like kind of early because like we just naturally do, but it's not like this big, like exciting thing. But it's like 8.30, we're making our coffee, we'll like do presents and pajamas and pictures and stuff. And then, and then it's like 11. And there's nothing to do. So my family tradition is we'd always get well, it's not even a tradition. It's a very like loose tradition, but we'd have like DVDs that had been gifted to us. So like we'd get like the Wally. I remember one year we got Wally on DVD. And so it's like 11 and we're like, okay, we're not doing anything until Christmas dinner, which my family eats late. We eat like seven or eight. So we just like would watch movies all day (laughs) because there's nothing (laughs) else to do. All your friends are busy and it's more just like a, Oh, this is like a very dull, a holiday m- moment, you know? Right. I feel like you do all this like Christmas movie watching and the anticipation. You do all these things leading up to this day and then yeah. it happens and you're very happy it happens, but then it's like tension released. There's not like that like almost like sigh of relief. It's like it's just like oh all at once. <laughs> yeah. And then I think it's nice to have the the gap between that and New Year's too, because I feel like you need a little bit of a come down to be like, okay, you know, we did the holiday thing and then like one last party and then like back to real life, you know? Absolutely. I think also the fact that we all go so ham for like New Year's is just, it's a fantastic tradition because you want to bring in the New Year with a bang. Yeah. That, that could have been gauged as very inappropriate. I should have picked that up. I like how my mind did not go there because I'm just like, I'm just so pure, Miles, but thank you. (laughs) I I, I said it and then I was like, poor phrasing. No, but it's not. It's, I don't know. Um, I agree. You want to ring in 2022 very well. I can't believe it's 2022. Like now people who were born after 9-11 are allowed to drink. That is awful (laughs) what oh my god that is like awful to think about i feel like i'm getting old well you're in 1998 baby 97 97 ancient miles you're ancient (laughs) not as ancient as you my love (laughs) oh thank you it hurts (laughs) (laughs) honestly i was on the phone with my advisor um earlier today like scheduling my classes for spring Mm -hmm. and we were talking about like, you know, like my my plan and how long I wanted my program to be. And then he started saying, oh, yeah. And then spring of 2023. And I was like, what did you say? Like, yeah. I was like, 2023. I'm like, that is like two years away. I no, know. That is like essentially next year. <laughs> I know. And like you have to put it in, especially with what you're doing in school, you have to put it into like macro perspective and like map things out. And I hate mapping things out. Like we're planning a vacation and the fact that it's in 2022 is like blowing my mind still. Oh, I, I feel that. And it's like, we're going to hit January. I'm going to still be writing 21 for the year until like March probably, uh, because I never learn. 
And <laughs> I'm just, I'm not ready for it. I feel like this year I blinked and it passed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, and I don't know if anybody else feels the same way. I didn't feel like this year started until I got vaccinated. And that was in June, you know? Right. So it feels like half a year. Also, I just got boosted and I felt like crap. But um, it like, so it feels like half a year was like still 2020. And then the other half of the year was such a blur of like doing things, you know? It's crazy. Absolutely. I, I completely agree, especially because it, it's weird. I I don't even know how to categorize my year because, you know, for the first five months of the year, I was with a different firm and I started a new job in June. But I got vaxxed and then immediately as soon as I got vaxxed, I was like, I'm going on vacation. And yeah. flew to right. St. Thomas. And I just feel like, did that happen this year? Like, <laughs> See, thinking back, I also like traveled. I think one, I traveled somewhere at least once a month. And to me, that's just like wild because it's like that all happened. Where was I? You know, I don't know. It's this is conversation is reminding me how important it is to like slow down and remember things. Absolutely. And I think just like thinking about like remembering things and the spirit of the holidays. Do you guys what does your like Christmas dinner spread look like? I know that you said that you guys Mm. eat a little later. Yeah. Um, so this is a little also nostalgic. My dad was a really, really good cook. So he would make like... Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Steak and we'd have like the... The main spread, potatoes, green beans, like just like a big, like essentially Thanksgiving dinner without the turkey Mm -hmm. and probably no stuffing. And then I remember we'd pass around, we'd have all these Christmas cookies and you'd pass them around for dessert. And I remember seeing people only take like one or two and we had like five to six to seven varieties. And I, as a kid would have like seven cookies on my plate and be like, what the hell are you guys doing after today? Christmas cookies are no more. Get it while you can. <laughs> so we do that. Um, and now that's kind of changed a little bit, but that was like our main Christmas tradition. This year I'm very excited. I'm going to my boyfriend's parents' house and they're going to let me cook some things. So I'm really hyped about that. 
oh, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. And I know that, like, for people who has haven't seen Justine on social media, which if you haven't seen Justine on social media, are you on social media? Because I feel like Don't. rent-free <laughs> on my For You page, rent-free on my Instagram feed. Okay. Like, every time I log on to Instagram consistently, I'm pretty sure yours is the story that I watch the most because you are always most left. It's like me, my story, and then your story right there. Okay. Well, that's because we're the three best stories that you got to watch on the gram. (laughs) Absolutely. So it's one of those things that Justine's recipes are always so innovative and so creative and just actually delicious. I remember one time, this was last year, uh, because I believe it was like maybe like right after this episode or right after we recorded last year, but uh, Justine posted this spicy pumpkin flatbread. And I remember I went to my kitchen at 1045 at night and I made it because I was like, this looks fabulous. I was like, I have some leftover pumpkin for my latte. And I've made like quite a few of your recipes. Like my one friend, she had her housewarming, made all your recipes. Like when she tagged me in her stories, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like it just made me feel so good. The fact like it still blows my mind because how I consume things on the internet, like I'll see food videos and I'll be like, that's amazing. I want to make that, but I never make it. So the fact that people like will stop what they're doing and make something that I post just like consistently blows my mind, but it makes me so happy. I, I, I definitely get it. And it's such a surreal feeling too to like, uh, sorry, <laughs> just like got all like post nasal drippy, but um, it's so surreal to see like oh someone not only liked it but they wanted it so much that they made it. It's insane. It is so insane, but it like it's like it makes my life, which is why I'm so glad I get to do what I do. Which is weird saying do what I do because like as a creator, you're always filled with a little bit of self doubt. But I'm really doing some internal work to change that. So that's why I like being able to share recipes with the world makes me happy. And the world is happy that you share them. And I guess in the spirit of sharing recipes, do you, do you want to share anything with our listeners? Um, sure. So I will share the holiday recipes that should be on your radar, as well as holiday recipes that I'm uploading that you might, you might want to have on your radar. Okay. So if you happen to be, you know, vegan or gluten-free, all my cookies this year are vegan gluten-free and that's I'm so proud of them because with that restriction, I'm not super great at catering to both at the same time, but all of these cookies smack, or is it slap? Smack. I think both. Like okay. They slap because that sounds better, but it's chocolate peppermint, snickerdoodle, hot chocolate crinkle, and then what is the, I'm blanking on the last one, which makes me feel horrible. Whatever. It's fine. Um, <laughs> there is one more in that roster. But, um, so those, if you want to check out justinesnacks.com, those are all there, but, um, I'm following a few other creators who have these amazing holiday recipes that I think should be on your radar. So number one, my friend Nassim Labichi has this corn pudding that is Thanksgiving vibes, but it fits every holiday. So I definitely have been obsessed with that. It looks then, so fabulous. <laughs> so good. And then. I don't care about cancellations at all. I do care about cancellations. I don't care about the discussion about Chrissy Teigen's cancellation. I don't want to get into it. She did some bad things. I'm not picking sides. I'm not endorsing. 
but I'm saying she has a ricotta corn pasta in her newest cookbook that I was gifted that looks very good. So opinions aside on the manner, please don't cancel me for not choosing a side. That recipe is on my holiday Christmas, like cozy pasta list. And then lastly, I'm looking at my cookbook. There is a galette in the book on pie that is like a flat blueberry pie. And I think it should be next to your pumpkin pie if you do that on Christmas. And those are my holiday recipe recommendations. Oh, that sounds amazing. Uh, the corn pudding or the it, – it, it's pudding, right? Yeah. Did I, I saw it on, on TikTok first. Like um, I, I believe we're mutuals. Like he's – I haven't really talked to him, but he seems so nice. And I, I know that you guys hang out because you guys are both Brooklyn, yeah. like foodie, TikTok creators. Um, but funny enough, I was on one of my like spam Instagrams and I saw his recipe on the Explore page. And I was just like, I felt like almost like a proud parent. I was like, listen, yeah. I know I don't really talk to you, but this recipe looks so good. There's a reason why like everyone loves these recipes. There's a reason why Lizzo loves his recipes and like yeah. makes his recipes. Like it's just... I don't know. It makes me feel so warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> for, for real, for real. Um, wait. Okay. Speaking of spam accounts, do you still have my impulse buy on TikTok? Because I think that account is perfect for the Christmas season. I know, and I'm probably gonna use it to like talk about like all the things I'm like gonna gift. Um, I do still have the account, and it always has notifications. Like, I guess those videos just randomly like start trending again. Um, and it's maintained it's like following relatively well i don't think it's dipped below 150,000 which is awesome that's amazing yeah um, but yeah i'm definitely planning on reviving that account at some point especially what i think i'm going to do is when i get my bonus in like late february early march i plan on being like a slight asshole with it and like you know putting aside like you know some to like savings some to like mm-hmm. investing vehicles but i'm also going to reserve a couple thousand just to spend and have fun and yeah be young live exactly i'm gonna like live laugh love all over fifth half i love that for you (laughs) (laughs) or maybe madison (laughs) well you do know madison has been kind of overtaking fifth half not gonna lie i know and with good reason well true all the best stores are there um okay i was curious because i was like hmm that would be a great account for TikTok. What is the number? Like, what's the thing that you're most excited to gift this year? Oof. Um, so I have not bought a single Christmas gift yet. Um, and it's like, I've been talking to people because I have a spreadsheet that I keep. Um, and every year, if I gave or received a gift from someone last year, they're on that spreadsheet as like my baseline. And then mm. I send a text. I'm like, hey, are we doing Christmas? And it's just a very simple text. And I expect a yes or no response, not a, oh, well, I'm like, yes or no. I need to know whether or not to like mentally account for you. Um, So I have a couple gifts that I guess I'm looking forward to giving. I think my mom and I are going to go in together to get my sister uh, tickets for this band that she wants to see. Um, So I'm excited for that. But I think... (sighs) I don't know, like all the gifts I feel like are going to be like slightly just like, I like gifts that 
are useful and that Mm -hmm. if I'm going to take up space in someone else's space, I want them to get use out of it. I agree completely. Gifting is really hard for me because like I, gifts are so personal and like I might think something's super cute, but somebody else might be like, what the hell is that? You know, so I always want to be like mindful of who they are as a person, what they want and like make sure that it is useful, you know? Absolutely. I think one thing that I am planning on giving is um, a set of like Le Creuset mugs. So I'm hoping that the recipient loves them. Um, I love Le Creuset. So I'm just like, I'm a hoe for them. Oh my God. Me too. Um, Have you looked into Great Jones's stuff at all? No. Do tell me more. It's like they're rivaling me right now for Le Creuset like competitiveness. Like I got a Dutch oven from them. And it's beautiful and it's really good. And they have baking sheets that are good for like your eclectic friend. So I have a pretty, I like to think I have a pretty eclectic sense of style. You can see from my multicolored art. I love well, it's it. It's not even that. But like we, our house is like very colorful, lots of like mismatched, but matched, if that makes sense. So Great Jones is like great because it's like colored baking sheets and colored, uh, like bold like Crusette style Dutch ovens and skillets. And so it works for us and it's, they're coming out with some really beautiful stuff. Okay. I'm going to have to check into that. Maybe not for my friends, but for myself yeah. and then my friends after, um, because I told my mom, I was like, okay, the only things I really want for Christmas is a new duvet because I bought this. Um, it's this brand called bull and branch. It's this new Jersey, um, I guess, cotton house. Cause you know how like there's like fashion houses and like denim houses. This is a place that like sources their cotton from like organic farms in New Jersey and uses only cotton, like no preservatives in their sheets or bedding. Um, So I bought sheets from them earlier this year and I was like, well, I need a new duvet. Like I can't just have new sheets. Um, And like probably like a new um, like smaller Dutch oven. Cause right now I think I have a, she looks like a five and a half, six quart Dutch oven. She, she's big. Um, and I kind of want like a smaller one just for like, you know, more fun Yeah, I have a five quart, I think. It's very, it's lovely. It's horrible for bread baking, but that's like something else I'm working on. Because I was following this bread recipe and I followed it multiple times. Um, and then I just realized I had to scale it completely differently for my Dutch oven. So. Oh. If you're getting if you're getting a little baby though, that's good to have for like every day. Yes, absolutely. And also, wait, thank you. Um, I, I meant to like send you a a message about this because I saw your um Saturday, like, you know, morning um post and I saw that you made fresh bread for us, and I was just like, <sighs> she's giving even though she nobody asked her to give this much but she gave us this so we on okay and on tiktok the fresh bread ones never are appreciated and i'm like guys god tiktok just likes the quick and easy instagram appreciates me yeah absolutely i i appreciate you both places um even though i feel like i've taken like a little bit of a social media diet um but i always I always tune in for my, my Justine snacks. Um, and speaking of your recipes and like how amazing they are, I believe when we were talking before we got started, you might have uh, something baked, something cheesy that maybe okay. you want to share with us. Yes, I do. This is not a recipe recipe. This is more a concept. 
So baked brie, we all know it. We all love it. And there's a million ways to do baked brie. I've seen literally them all on TikTok. But the one thing that I've noticed is always missing from like this rich and creamy melty brie is like a little hit of acid. You know, Mm -hmm. like Samin Nosrat didn't write salt, fat, acid, heat for a reason. Acid always just like it breaks things up and makes it so much better. So if you're ever like feeling like you're in a rut with your baked brie, take dried cranberries, not crazy, not sweetened, just like dried cranberries. So craisins unsweetened is probably the best. Mm -hmm. Um, And then soak those in a little bit of white wine vinegar and hot water for like five to 10 minutes or just until like the craisins plump up a little bit. And then put that on top of your brie. Well, first bake your brie until it's like nice and gooey and melty and like exploding. Top it with these jammy craisins. Top it with some like crushed nuts. Report back. I want to know what you think. That sounds fabulous. It's so good. I, I love baked brie. My stomach doesn't, but <laughs> I do. It like you know the lactose intolerant life. But that sounds so good, and I'm pretty sure. I need to see if they're sweetened or not, but I might actually have all the ingredients for that right now. So I might have to report back sooner than later. (laughs) Yes, please. I really want to know what you think. And also if anybody listening does it, please DM me. I want to know. Yes. Uh, The one thing I love about you as a creator is how interactive you are with the people who follow you. I think it's hard, like the bigger you grow sometimes to interact, but I feel like you've consistently been able to interact with your community. And that's just like something so refreshing to see. I really try to, it's hard to keep up, but I think that's the whole point, especially of Instagram is like, I just want to connect with people personally for me. Um, and it's nice that people want to connect in return. You're like the Taylor Swift of the uh, food community. Stop. I die. Who's my Harry Styles though? Oof, I'm um... kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> don't need to answer that. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not going to self incriminate ourselves. Maybe after we're done recording. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta think. Who's the like the the lovers to enemies trope? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, their their story is R.I.P. But I still want to see them both in concert, no matter what. Oh, absolutely. And then I, I know this is so off topic, but Olivia Rodrigo's touring. Yeah. Like, what (laughs) the the world is breaking this year like the world is going to break right and then josh josh bassett or joshua bassett released that song where he like was like oh good for you or something and everyone's going crazy and they're it's so much insanity right now honest can we take a moment before we end the podcast because i know we do eventually need to stop can we take just like a moment of appreciation for what music gave to us in 2021 like adele Taylor. And that's just recent. Olivia. Yep. Olivia started and carried us through. Yep. We were yep. gifted. And actually, funny enough that you mentioned all three of those artists. Uh, shameless plug, but there's two hours worth of ta- Taylor Swift content on this pod. There is an Adele episode for her 30 album. And whenever Sour first came out, I also reviewed that album too. So all three of those artists, if you want a little bit more of like what I think about them, it, it's here. You came to the right place. Like you just have to scroll down and everything is there, but no, absolutely. And then also, um, I, I guess this is also really relevant because Spotify rap just came out like last week and I did not realize how much I listened to Doja Cat until that came out. Ooh. And she also released an album this year and that had like, you know, it had woman and it had naked, it had, um, 
Kiss Me More. It just had so many bop after bops after bops. And for me, Doja's like my like bad bitty music. Like if I'm walking down the street and I'm like, okay, listen, I want everyone to look at me, so I need to change up my walk. Doja, right Love there. Her. Adore then her. and there. I, I throw it on. My jacket automatically starts flowing more than it was before, like a cape. Love. I, I have this like circle, like I feel like a spotlight goes on me and I'm just like Doja energy. We love her. Absolutely. Um I, I know that you didn't share your Spotify wrapped per se, but is there any highlight that you would feel inclined to share? The and don't only, feel pressure to. The only thing I'm sharing is that my top song of the year was Stay by Justin Bieber and the Kid Leroy. And that is the only thing I'm not embarrassed about on my Spotify wrapped. That is amazing. And I wait, embarrassed, but I feel like the Spotify rap is just such a like dive into like the psych. Well, okay, here's why I'm embarrassed. So I listen to music the most. I'm a I'm much more of a podcast person, but I listen to music the most when I'm working out. So if I'm listening to music like and 70% of the music that I'm listening to is just workout music because that's like where I like the most, the only time that I'm really like zoning out and straight up listening to music other than like occasional walks and stuff like that. Then my, my Spotify wrapped is going to skew not to my music taste, but to my like intense burpees taste, you know? I love that. Um, <laughs> so, that, that makes sense. So that's why I'm embarrassed because I don't want people to think that I'm like a house EDM head, like cooking and just like zoning out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> so that's all you're going to get from me, but I'm glad we had this talk. No, and thank you for sharing. The one thing that made me not mad, but like I was slightly disappointed with is Spotify rap data doesn't include November. Yeah. Because if it did, my Spotify rap would have looked infinitely different. Mm-hmm. because it would have been literally just red taylor's version and adele and yeah. i feel like anyone who saw that would probably ask me what was wrong with me well what's uh, interesting is next year the totals are going to be included in next year and people are going to be like holy shit i had a time you know right it's like oh i listened to all too well taylor's version 10 minute version 78 times okay okay <laughs> that's fine i was i was medium okay right i think my favorite thing about the spotify wrapped coming out is just dming random people just no context just picking like an artist that i'm surprised that is so high up and just dming them that in all caps and they're like (laughs) it's like it could be a good thing it could be a bad thing like no context (laughs) oh god i have had trolls who did that to me too how dare you it's all in good fun (laughs) that's so funny yeah but i i guess we're we're starting to come to a close and um i really appreciate you sharing that uh big brie recipe if you guys want to you know make it listen back or also i'm going to be putting it in the description and um also some of the things that you shared like the recommendations of like different foods uh, we'll connect after the show and we can, you know, make sure that ends up in the description too. So okay. check the description for all of this as well as Justine's socials. But um, is there 
anything that you want to leave the listeners with, you know, this is your second time on. They may or may not be familiar with you. And also, if you're not familiar with Justine, we go a lot more into depth um, on the first episode we did. We do like a speed round of introductions. Like this time we kind of kept the introductions short and sweet. But I guess what would you like to leave the listeners with? Um, I guess I'm going to leave the listeners with a nice little thing that I wish somebody would tell me, which is the year 2021 is closing out. And I think you did pretty great. Um, also follow me on socials. I'm Justine underscore snacks on all platforms. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Justine, thank you so much for coming back. I loved having you on. These episodes go so quickly whenever I'm talking to you because right. it's just like, you know, it's like we're just like chatting like. It's amazing. But for the listeners, thank you for listening and for tuning in. And if you love Make It Cute, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, we're at Make It Cute Pod on both. Um, if you're feeling really formal, feel free to email us at Make It Cute Pod at gmail.com. I'm at Mileski on Instagram, Mileski2 on TikTok. Don't follow my Mileski2 Instagram. I don't <laughs> use it. Um, and um, yeah. I will catch you on the next episode and from Justine and I see you later. Bye.